Welcome to the Ear for Fear podcast, the horror movie podcast that boils and ghouls and dead alike are screaming for. Don't be afraid to listen as Rick and the Creeps bore their way into your brains, slither down onto your arteries, into your still beating hearts. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ear for Fear podcast. This is the podcast that talks about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. I'm Rick, joined by one of the creeps again, Darren Lindsay. What's up, what's up? Uh, thanks again for coming out, man. Last time you and I chatted, uh, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway. Uh, today, you and I are going to be talking about 2020s Relic. Can only go up from here, man. Only after can go sleepaway, up after dude. Sleepaway yeah. Camp, everything is up, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before you and I jump into this thing, let's do a quick synopsis. Uh, when her elderly mother, Edna, vanishes, uh, her daughter, Kay, and granddaughter, Sam, rush to their family's decaying country home, finding clues of her increasing dementia scattered around the house. Once Edna returns, her be- behavior turns increasingly erratic and an insidious presence in the house appears to be taking control of her. Man, so 2020, uh, 2020's Relic, you hadn't seen this. Had not seen it. I had seen it once before, and I really liked it, and I recommended it because there's a couple reasons I, I recommended it, I think. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to go back and remember. I think it, part of it was when you used to work at uh, Aging Services, and I, don't, I know the name had changed several times, yeah. and I know you had a little bit of experience with dementia or, say, Alzheimer's. Uh, mm-hmm. and in my profession, I, I literally deal with it every single day. I'm not in the medical field, folks, but um, the business I'm in, I, I see it. Unfortunately, I see a lot of uh, deaths as to dementia or Alzheimer's and yeah. uh, or a lot of um, a lot of folks that are um, maybe in a home dealing with the sickness. And um, and the fact that my my grandmother right now is dealing with dementia. And about a month or so ago, I had a conversation with her and I hadn't talked to her in a while, which is terrible on my end. I'm a terrible grandson. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we were, we had a real short conversation and I knew her dementia had gotten worse and something came up. She remembered me, which I thought was really good because my cousin didn't think she would, yeah. but she did. But she thought my dad was still alive. And granted, my dad has died about four or five years ago. Yeah. And you just probably just I just played shined along. it on. Played I, I, play, I played yeah. along because I didn't want to, I didn't want to say, well, there's no well, reason. There was none, no, yeah. none. And so, so I think it kind of hit home with me a little bit. And I'm like, you know, I remember watching this movie. I remember liking this movie a lot. Um, and, uh, I thought it was a, and I still do believe this is a, a very kind of smart and important film. 
Um, so for those who haven't seen it, uh, full spoilers. Um, and so, yeah, so that's why I recommended it. I, I, <laughs> I thought you would like it and I thought you would, you know, kind of, kind of it, it not really resonate with you, but I thought you would kind of have the same opinion that I kind of have on it. Well, um, and so I very well may. So, okay. so to, uh, to sort of backtrack a little bit for anybody who gives a crap, if you're listening, um, I was an art director for an association um, that um, they essentially association advocated for uh, like elderly, really. I mean, it was for, you know, a lot of it was retired, you know, so it it was like continuing care retirement communities and skilled nursing facilities, you know, and things like that. So essentially it's when an elderly person gets into those years, um, trying to advocate for uh, services on their behalf. Cause you know, let's face it, not, not everybody uh, finds themselves in a situation where, where they've got the money to afford putting themselves into one of those really swanky yeah. continuing, you know, like, or what do oh, they call sure. those? Like, uh, it's not even um, assisted living. It's like a yeah, step before um, assisted living. Yeah, it's I just, what they call it. There's a name for it. Yeah. yeah. It's just a, uh, it's just a retirement community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you don't really need, in in-house nursing correct you yeah. know yeah. and uh so you know they would, uh, they would go to the capital a lot of it was advocating at the capital uh you know because lots of bills get uh you know some of them uh get proposed that really are detrimental to seniors you know they take away a lot of benefits yeah a lot of uh um medicare and medicaid and, and all of that yeah. stuff you know you'd be surprised at how <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how you have it. I want to get political, but just there's a lot of greedy bastards uh, in government that uh, want nothing more than to cut programs that are, I hate to say it, but they're just, they're needed, you know? And, well, and I, dude, yeah, I, I, I think, and this is sad that I feel like a lot of, I, I think elderly at times, not all of them, but, and I'm not, and not by all people by any means. And mm-hmm. I, and we're definitely not getting political, but I, I feel that, that as you get older, people seem to, I don't know, not care as much and forget about you. And so, well, and so the first things that get cut yeah. are the, are these, these programs right. for the elderly. Well, they're older and they don't really need them. Well, yeah, they do. Well, in this country, uh, the, that unfortunately is the way we tended to interface or treat our elderly. Uh, it's not that way in other countries, in other countries, in, you know, Asia and Japan, you mm-hmm. know, um, their elderly are living with them. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and they take care of their elderly. It's only, it seems like in this country where, where we really want to shove them into a facility. It's, and, and it's, it's really sad, man, because it happens more often, I think, than we realize. Oh yeah. And, uh, and it's, and, and it's, a, it's a shame, but then, you know, and it's like watching this movie and, 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 and kind of feeling what this, you know, the main character, uh, well, really quick, before you do that, okay. I don't mean to just no, cut, cut you there. Let not me just all. let me just wrap up that point I was trying please, to make. Please. Um is that uh so I mean I did the art direction for that. So uh for that association. So uh, all of what I did was um you know uh trying to shore up their brand and trying to get messaging out, you know. And one component of that was uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um and it's a pretty scary thing when you when you actually, you know, and that was one of the things, you know, we were required to do and 
you know, it was equal parts really a bad day for me to to actually have to see that. Yeah. But but on the other side, I'm glad that I did because it it brought awareness to what mm-hmm. something otherwise you just don't really think about. You know, I they I was required to to go out to these member facilities and actually you know, yeah. try to interface and, and talk with, you know, um, with patients of dementia and Alzheimer's. And it's, it's scary. The whole prospect of losing your entirety of yourself. And that's essentially what it is. You know, um, it's, 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 I remember this. Um, I remember so really you, quick, hang on, hold on, hold on yeah, sorry. Oh, you got, you I'm going to finish. I'm okay, going to finish go that. Sorry. So, so, so this movie is not a movie. I hate it. Okay. By any stretch. Okay. So I want to make that clear. Ah, okay. There are aspects of this movie that I think failed. Ah, and, and, okay. I'll, and I'll explain why I think they it failed just as a movie, like I, how it just didn't really grab me in the way oh, that okay. in the way that it okay. grabbed you. That's not to say I didn't find the overall premise of the movie good. Okay. Cause, cause okay. I so, so see, I misunderstood. So, because yeah. typically, folks, and I think most everyone who listens to us knows, we watch the movie and then we don't talk about it until we sit down. And now, Darren beforehand said, "Yeah, I just I, I think I misunderstood. I, I think I got the impression that you just didn't like the movie." But now I see what you're saying. There just were certain things within, and we can we can we can <clears> kind <throat> of draw it out. But, yeah. yeah. Now, unfortunately, the, the things that I'm going to hit on. Of of the you know my major issues I have with this movie, unfortunately, are the kinds of issues where I will never go back to it. That's a, that's the unfortunate part. Okay, okay. Be, be, you know, but however, you know what it did do. You know, there are there are things that it did well. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I understood what they were trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, just sure. The manner in which they did it, and the the we'll get there. Okay. But, but anyway, I don't mean to cut you off. So no, no, it's okay. Well, I, what I was going to say, because I'm kind of piggybacking on your times at, um, you know, when you were the art director there. And I remember, I remember there was an, like a, an exhibit, I thought, or something similar. There was that, an Alzheimer's exhibit. But, but tell, 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 tell the folks about it. Cause oh, God, I do that okay. really like. Sad yeah. Thing. Yeah. I, yeah. Uber Mullen was the artist. I forget his first name, but that was his last name. He's American. Um, but he was at the time living in Europe, I believe. And he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And so what he did, because he was a, he was an artist, he was a painter, he painted like portraits and yeah. oh, or, I think at the time he might've been doing landscape stuff, but okay. he switched. He occasionally did some portraits. Yeah. He decided to document his descent into Alzheimer's through painting, you know, and, and these works are all the, you know, they're at like this, I forget what the name of the museum is now, but it was scary and upsetting Yeah, to look at these yeah. images. I remember, I remember some of these, they were powerful, dude. They like were. I really, they were. Yeah. so he did what he did is essentially a self portrait. So like every few months, or whatever, um, he would, uh, he would like be in front of a mirror and he would like paint a self portrait of himself. And over time, I want to say it was over the course of a couple of years, these images went from like you, what you would expect an artist to, to paint of themselves, like a pretty good self portrait to just complete and utter madness. Yeah. And that shit scared that affected me. Yeah, dude. You know, because that, that disease is, is, 
it's it it essentially destroys yourself your your sense of self yeah i mean dude there's like i i don't know if this has ever happened to you but you know how like you know you when when you're driving mm-hmm. and you just tune out a little bit sometimes <sighs> right yeah. i mean like you know you're, you're you've gotten so used to just the act of driving or whatever mm-hmm. that there's moments where I'll like just tune, I'll go into autopilot mode and I'll, you know, and then when I snap out of it, it's, it seems like how long have I been autopiloting for? <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just a moment of just, that's mm-hmm. just an autopilot moment. That's Dude, not I, a dementia or an Alzheimer's I, moment, but can you yeah. imagine? I know that. Yeah. Times that by a hundred. And no, we're not even talking about driving. We're talking about uh, remembering how to put on your pants. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it, dude. I that happens to me all the time. Like I'm going somewhere, and that and that, that autopilot happens to me, and I've passed where I'm supposed to go. Yes, and it's and it's and I and I worry, dude. I really. And I, and I'll be honest. I mean, my kids sometimes worry, like, you know, cause sometimes look, we're all forgetful as we get older, Yeah. but I find myself being super forgetful so bad that I'll run into someone that I used to be close with. I'll run them to, let's say I haven't seen them in 10 or 15 years. I'll forget their name. And I used to work with them or yeah. hang out. I forget their <clears> damn <throat> name. Yep. Now I don't know if it's, <clears throat> I'm not saying it's, it's dementia or any of that. As we get older, we, we we forget stuff, or or as we get older, other stuff seems to push out other things. So so that name of that person I worked with 15 years ago isn't it as important as whatever, yeah. you know. And so, but I, dude, I'll be honest, I worry. I do worry as I get older that that's a possibility, and of it's course. scary. Yeah, and, absolutely. And and while I was watching this movie. God damn, dude. I'm, I, I got choked up, man. I yeah. was, I was, I was towards the end of the movie when they get to this journey that, because I find this is a little bit of a journey that they're taking you on the, let's call it the director is, is taking you on through this. And as we got to the end of this journey, I was sad. I was sad for um, Edna, who's the mother who is, who's dealing with dementia. And I was sad for her daughter and granddaughter, Kay and Sam, that that they finally have come to grips and I know I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but they came to grips with this sickness and this disease. And it was so overwhelming for them that they manifested other things. And that we're seeing as a, as a viewer, you and I are sitting back and watching this movie and we're, let's say we've never seen this before. And we know nothing about this movie is the house haunted is something going on with, with Edna. And, and because we're seeing it through these lens of, of, of Kay and Sam and their, and, and the way they're portraying it in their head, because it is a terrible sickness and, and it's now they have to deal with this and how to deal with this and coping with it. And it's fucking scary, dude. And I found myself like talking right now. It's fucking like, it chokes me up a bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so the. So circle back around really quick and then we're going to, and then we'll jump into the actual, sure. uh, um, that, um, those series of paintings from that guy, um, 
and I know that the, I don't know any other way to explain it to uh, the listeners right now. If they just don't have time or whatever, they just for, you know yeah. they forget you know yeah, to, yeah. to go circle around and, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and go no look irony these, here. Yeah, right. no irony. Yeah. If they you know just kind of forget to circle around or don't have time to to actually take a look yeah. at these paintings, it's like you know that movie in an uh, Inside Out. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. You remember when they go, they go take a shortcut through, um, Oh yes. And yes. then you know how like they, they, they start going, they start getting abstracted. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. It's like that. The images that his paintings start out fairly like realism and they slowly over time get deconstructed into, into just abstract, mm-hmm. you know, and, it's powerful. It, and, it, and every time I had ever watched that inside out movie, which is an awesome movie, by the way, it is. Um, good. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it gets to that. That's exactly where my head goes. I immediately go to, to those Udermolen paintings, you know, well, um, how, do you know how to spell his last name? Uh, yeah. You know, off, uh, off podcast. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll look it up. If for anyone, you if anyone remembers or just thinks about it after or during the episode, pause us and go check it out. It is, it's very <clears throat> powerful. And that was, dude, that was a long time ago oh, yeah. and it's still, yeah. I still remember it. And I watching that transformation, it's just, it was, it was so powerful and it was just, and it's so sad at the same time. I was like, I just, it's just a disease that can, you know, there's lots of diseases that do lots of things. I mean, cancer is one. It just seems yeah. to eat away at people, but this, this eats away at you, but it eats away at your mind and your yeah. memories. And it just, no, it does. you, you essentially slowly decay, right? Well, Your mind de- and it's it does. It's and, just a shitty. And can you imagine? In any given point in time, it, it's not even about waking up the next morning and this happens. It's just at any point during a day where all of a sudden your mind blanks out and you have no idea who you are, what your name is, what you're even doing, what where are you, where are you? People who come up who you've known for your whole life, you there may as well be a stranger. Yeah, pretty you know, much. That's scary. It's it's it you is, know? dude. It, it it is scary. Um, and I, and I think that's why I, I don't know, man. I just I think this really kind of got hit, it got to you. It, got, it really this movie <clears throat> really got to me, and it got to me well, more so the second time. I'll tell you what, Rick. Let, let's do this. <clears throat> I'm going to just explain the the challenges i had yeah with this movie right here right now yeah so that you're aware of what exactly it is about this movie that, that i had an issue with yeah 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 um and then we're gonna be done with that and then we will spend the rest of this uh podcast talking about how they were telling the story yeah, of, yeah. of the dementia and the alzheimer's yeah, yeah. you know my main issue with it was the pacing I found this movie to be, it really was only about the last, I think it was about an hour and 10 minutes in before anything of substance actually occurred. And now I get that they're, they're, they're you know, build up and I'm aware of all of that thing, mm-hmm. but other movies manage to do that just fine. I'm looking right at you, hereditary. I'm looking <laughs> right at you. Uh, dark and the wicked, dark and wicked. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like other movies manage to, they they were able to manage their time more effectively and i felt like this movie failed at managing its time it was hmm. quite frankly i was bored okay i really okay. i was bored um when it finally got there 
I understood what they're now. So, you know, there's a little bit of, there could be a little bit of confusion, um, to, to the, especially the ending. I think I understand perfectly well what they were trying to say at the end of that movie. Yeah. You know, um, and we could talk about that. Yeah. Um, other people though, um, cause I did read a few reviews yeah. and, and most people had the same issues that came away with the same issues I did. They were just extremely bored. Mm. It took way too long to get to anything of note. Okay. And then the endings seem to be a bit confusing for a lot of, uh, of an audience, you know, now yeah. again, because of the background I have in, in, you know, the work that I did for that association and being exposed to all that, I think I had a leg up. Yeah. I think yeah. I, and I, and, and I think to some degree you too, because yes. this is obviously a topic of very like importance to you. I think that you were able, you and I were able to read between lines and understand what the message was yeah. being trying, trying to be conveyed. Not everybody. No. And I agree with you. Yeah. Most people aren't going to get it. No, no. And the movie as a whole just took too long to get there. Okay. 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 Now that said, yeah. that was, that was my beef. That was my, Oh run. really? That was, that's it. not too bad. No, that's not too bad. Really not. I, I get the pacing. Um, I get the pacing. I think I knew going into, this is my second time seeing it. In both times I saw it, I never had an issue with the pacing, but I could understand that a lot of people would, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if, if, and then I know you kind of knew what was happening throughout the movie, but let's say you don't look, I I don't know. Let's just say Shaley, for instance, was watching relic. (laughs) She would, she'd be bored out of her mind. She would. And And, and I'll I'll tell you, Rick, I, I, I really, I believe I believe that the marketing of this movie it failed. I'll tell you why I believe it failed and why I believe it would deceive an audience mm-hmm. into believing it to be something it's actually not. Yeah. I don't really believe this movie to be a horror movie. I don't believe it to be that at all. In fact, one could argue why why we're podcasting it. Because I don't believe it's a horror movie. I I believe this is a a heady drama I, with maybe some some bits of suspense in there. Like it's not horror, thriller, maybe. a little thriller, bit, a little, maybe bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I I think I think you're right in the sense that. But marketing, marketing they for sure, marketed it for sure. To, like, they, they almost want to dupe you a little bit, right? That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it because because they they spent more time marketing it as you know they do mention oh you know you know the the um, the mothers you know got maybe got some dementia and, uh, going on yeah. you know. But they really lean heavy into it as yeah. they work out the evil presence yeah. that has taken over yeah. the house and has taken over their mom. Yeah. That's they really lean into that in a way that it makes the audience uh, uh, the takeaway is, oh, I'm going to come into this thing. Maybe there is a little bit of dementia. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's really an evil presence. Yeah. It could be like some, yeah, like some sort of uh, ghost story, some uh, haunted house or haunted um, uh, entity that is maybe uh, attached, attached them, attached itself to Edna. Um, I could see that. I could see, and I could see someone leaving the movie going, oh, I, they kind of, they kind of duped me on that. To me, I, I didn't feel that way. I, because I feel of the importance of the message this was trying to get across, yeah. I, I overlooked 
all of that. But I could see other people feeling oh, that way. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. And and I would I would point to Babadook as an oh, example. Oh, the Babadook. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could, I could I have point, to watch that again. I only saw it the one time. That was a movie that it, like I felt you know they um they really balanced the line between um a demon thing mm-hmm. yeah and a manifestation yeah. of a person yeah. you know you understand yeah. like yeah. like yeah. yeah they did a good job yeah. with that i gotta got revisit i think <clears throat> i think why i haven't revisited it because the kid yeah the kid just annoyed the hell sure. out of me. oh absolutely but, but yeah but I, I i need to get past that and just rewatch it, it again but in this yeah. movie you know they just they just went really heavy-handed on the marketing that this was gonna be about possession or this was going to be about a de- you know a demon evil demon but i didn't walk away from this movie with that impression at all now now granted i understood throughout the movie that they're trying to drop little breadcrumbs th- yeah. uh, of that but i knew exactly where what they were yeah. all through the movie rick i never i never walked away from any part of during this movie where i thought oh yeah no, maybe it is a demon presence. And yeah. no, I knew immediately that this was a manifestation, yeah. a telling of a slip into dementia. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm trying to think the first time I watched it, did I, because I went into it kind of blind watching a trailer. I don't remember if I knew through the whole thing. I probably did. Probably the same, the same way you feel now. Yeah. You know, um, I, I guess to get back on, okay. So we could argue, and it's a tough one here. Like, say you're, you're, trying to push a movie and you want to get as many people to see it as possible. Maybe when the marketing comes, you got to kind of, I don't know, take some liberties, <laughs> take some liberties and, and make it look like a horror movie so you can get more people to see it. So you can get that message out there some right, more. Right. Um, and I would argue, and, and I'm probably on a stretch here, I, but dementia is horrific. And so <laughs> true, true. So you I, can't, you're not going to get arguments. So, you know, so then I, I could, we could, you know, sure. say, and, and it does, I mean, until we get to the very end, it does feel like a horror movie. It's, you're not sure. You're not quite sure. I mean, I think some people will say, yeah, we were sure, but you know, so I think that's the kind of, I guess if I was to argue that at all, really not much of an argument, well, but the, what they did was they, I thought it was pretty clever. They threw folks a bone yeah. who might think that there's like a horror component or like a demon when, you know, at the end, you know, it was like, you know, she takes her skin off yeah. and, and yeah. then it, but what's underneath yeah. is what, what, you know, you could argue looks like a demon thing. It's like this black Correct. demon thing. Yeah. You and I know exactly what they yeah. were doing. That yeah. was essentially uh, her decayed. Decayed, yeah. You know what I mean? Decayed. And, and, and into again, it. the the her daughter and her granddaughter coming to grips with what this disease exactly, is. Exactly. Because because you know, then they then they lay on the the you know the bed. The bed they, they've yeah. almost come to a oh god, it's like a um there's like a lull there. They they have lulled themselves into the fact that that this is a hereditary thing and they've come to grips with that and they've just resolved themselves to it and they just lay there. Yeah. One by one. I think, you know, I think you, I think as this movie, the movie plays out is, is that the daughter, uh, Kay, she, she just, she kind of dismisses it, right? Her, oh, my mom's forgetful, not wanting to really 
really sink her teeth into the fact that she has this disease. Absolutely. So you can try to ignore it all you want, uh-huh. but it's there. And, and, and the granddaughter now, granddaughter, she, of course, a lot younger, and she tries to dismiss it several times through the movie. And then when you're really, you know, faced with this, because they're starting to see all of these things, we can no longer ignore this. This is here. And we have to figure out how to, to, I don't know, address it. And, and so we're seeing all these things, you know, the, the decaying of the house. That's not what we're, the house isn't decaying. Yeah. It's her mind, man. Yeah. And so essentially the house is the inside of Edna's mind. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so, and we see, and that's why I don't, I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's why, um, they have all of that crazy stuff where it's like behind the walls is yeah. like this labyrinth of yes. wacky. Yeah. That is a, that is the director or whoever wrote, you know, wrote the mm-hmm. screenplay or whatever. Yeah. That's their attempt to, ex- uh, to create like, like if dementia was something physical that you could yeah. see and touch and yeah. interact with, well, what would that look like? Well, you know, it's like the inside of that house is the inside of her mind and that is decaying yeah. away and it's a labyrinth of. Yes. A labyrinth, a mm-hmm. maze of just, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing makes sense. Yep. And it's, and it's not a pretty sight. No. It's, it's dripping water and it's, and it's walls that look like they have mold all over it. And there's holes and there's, it's, it's, I dude, it's just, it's I, I can't even, I don't I, down of, of, uh, of someone's psyche. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it's so, so, um, you know, we don't have to go through like every, you know, every scene and stuff. What, what we know is, you know, no, let's not do that. I'll probably need a hug. I, I, yeah, <laughs> man. Like, like we know Kay is the daughter and Sam is her, is her daughter. So, and Edna's the the mother, which is, I guess, you know, mom and grandmother. Yeah. She disappears. She disappears and they go to her home and she's, she's gone. They don't know what happened to her. Uh, this uh, several days go by, and yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 get this kind of like with with with, with Kay and Sam there, where you know we're seeing notes, yeah, post its, yep. You know, when when you need a post it to turn off the water, or to flush the toilet, or to take your pill, or your name is Edna. That's fucking horrible, man. And you you, know, you go into rooms and you see that you can barely get in because stuff is is overran the room and stuff is not, you see um, fruit that is, has completely rotted, which I, I love that scene. I thought that was, that was a perfect kind of foreshadowing of what we're going to see the rotting yeah. fruit and the, the mind. And, and so um, you're an interesting uh, thing. You, yeah. I'm sure you didn't even pick up on it, but I, I did, you know, as like a musician. Oh, okay. And with the experience I had, uh, you know, um, at that association and all, you know, the, the Alzheimer's patients, yeah, Alzheimer's, and, you yeah, know, yeah. um, the scene when, when, um, what's her name? Uh, uh is it the grandmother? Not or, the grandmother, uh, the mom, uh, the mom K. Oh, it was in the piano scene, the piano scene. Yes. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. The piano scene, um, that absolutely was a metaphor for, um, for, I believe it was at that point in time that the mom she already knew she, you know it's again it's a thing you do you don't want to admit mm-hmm. you know what i mean but she already knew she's already afraid at that point in time 
in the movie. She's already afraid that, that, that it's going to happen to her. Yeah. Because didn't she say something about forgetting? She was like trying to play with the piano a little bit and forgot certain things. Yeah. That, and, that, and there's yeah. a whole thing about, about music and dementia that I don't know if you're aware of that. I don't think not, so. But music is often, it, I'm going to butcher this. It's, I want to say it's that like, if you know how to play like an instrument or whatever, um, it's kind of like one of the last things that, that goes. Oh, okay. Like I, I, I God, I mean, I, I'm butchering this. I don't remember the specific science of that. If you even want to call it a science, you yeah. know, but I mean, there's a lot of math and there's a lot of mathematical components behind the scenes to music, you know? And so musicians, you know, when, when, you know, you learn an instrument, you know, that really exercises the brain and, you know, that's why there's a lot of these websites, you know, I don't forget what they're called, but you know, they're, you know, that are designed specifically to help stimulate your mind, mm. you know, uh, especially I suppose if you have like, you know, pre can, you know, yeah. um, dementia or whatever, I forget what are they called the luminosity or something like that. Oh, um, okay. it might be one of them. Yeah. And it's like, basically it's like brain games and stuff like that. Okay. Music okay. in a lot of ways does that. Mm. And so when she sits down at that piano, I think, yeah, I believe she made a reference to how like she, you know, like I've been able to play this, but like, I can't see, you know, and she's yeah. struggling with trying oh, to play. Absolutely. It. Yeah. And I believe that the, what that was in that moment was, or the the mom's realization or, or going to moment where she's like, no, I'm, I'm going to have this. Yeah. She just want to admit it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You try. Yeah. I mean, we, we all do it, right? We, we try to, we try to ignore something because we just don't want to deal with the impact it's going to have or the, yeah. And then we just let it go and we let it go. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. And, because a lot of that, the, the, the act of ignoring when a loved one or even yourself for that matter, but you know, might have dementia, it's kind of two prong. Well, as many, it's many pronged, but, but, but really I think a lot of that denial comes from, yeah, what you just said, whole crap. How do, how are we even going to deal with this? Mm -hmm. That's a scary thing it's, in and of it's, itself. It's very scary. The, the second component is, uh, you're in denial because you don't want to admit to yourself that the person that you've known your entire life has, is slipped away. Yep. Yep. You know yep. I mean, yeah, that's scary in and of I, itself. It really, it, it's, it's, that is that right there. It's, um, that's super scary. I, I, I find, and I would look this up cause I wanted to know, like I, I wanted, they, they say it's not that common that dementia, like say, like say, you know, um, Edna has it, you know, there's a chance, there's a really good chance Kay would not get it. It's not, it's not, yeah, you don't inherit it as much as you think, yeah. but it's possible. Yes. And for the sake of this movie, it's, 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 it's absolutely going to happen. I, it, yeah. And we see it towards the end. And, yeah. and so, um, so yeah, it's, it's, I, I, while watching this, I start to reflect and I'm going to let everyone know recently I turned 50 and when I was in my forties, which was just, um, just a few days ago, <laughs> um, when you say 40 something, it doesn't sound. And all of a sudden I'm saying 50 and 50 just seemed to, yeah. it sounded so old and I, you know, and I'm not, I, I know it's just a number. I get it. It's about how you feel, but 50 still 50. 
And when you're 40 something and now you're 50, it, it really, and then it really had me like reflecting and watching this movie and seeing, I find myself at times and I know I'm going to get to that age where I'm 70 or I'm 60 or I'm 80. And, and it's an uncomfortable feeling for me. And that's just me. I can only talk for me. I find myself at times when, let's say I go to visit my mom and I love my mom more than anything, but when I go to her house, I feel uncomfortable. And let me tell you, and let me try to explain it. And I don't want to sound like an asshole son because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I see it. I, you know, I have like, let's just say my house, for instance, I have it decorated a certain way and it, and it's home to me. And then when I go to say my mom's and it, and it's home to her, but it, it, it feels uncomfortable to me because it feels older. It feels outdated. It feels I don't know, cluttered or, and I'm not saying it's cluttered. I'm not saying that, but it feels that way to me. It's this, it's, I've built this up in my head mm-hmm. and, and I know like, and maybe I don't go over there as much as possible because it's a feeling that I just don't like. It's not comfortable to me. Yeah. And so I feel kind of selfish and I feel like an asshole because of it, but I can only tell you how I feel. Yeah. And I know that's inevitable for me. Right. It's, it's our, yeah. Does that make sense? It I mean, absolutely makes sense. And I'll, I'll try to give you my interpretation of, of what, of what you're trying to convey here. <clears throat> I believe that, uh, you know, w- w- when a person's a kid, you know, you have the whole <laughs> front loaded amount of life left barring disaster sure, or, sure. or, yeah. Right. Uh, premature death. Get, yeah. You know, barring that, let's just pretend none of that exists. You, know, you have your whole life ahead of you. You you know, you also, you don't have a lot of opinions. You're not really set in your ways on things. You know, it's only like the older that you get, you know, you start to approach, you know, uh, you get into your twenties and into your thirties and now you're in your forties and there, there's a mind shift that occurs in there. And often more times than not, people don't take a second to stop and realize that there's been a shifting in your mindset, yeah. you know, cause life happens, man. I mean, yeah. you, you get up, you go to work, you get up, you go to work, get up, you, yeah, work, yeah. you, you know, oh, yeah. it's like, I know just rinse and repeat, you know, you don't often stop and take stake at <laughs> how has your mind changed? Like, well, like, well, you know, what, what are the things that have occurred that have made you have opinions that you have now that were so much more profound or so much more, so much more than you, than maybe your 20 year old self would have, or yeah. even before that your 16 year old self would have. And, you know, um, so it's like, as you approach, at least for me, as I approached 50, I started to have a real serious I don't know, look at myself and well, I only have so much more time left. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, we're all mortal, you know, it's, I don't know what it is about the age of 50 other than the fact that it's, you could argue that it's the middle of your life. I mean, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's po- uh, yeah. It, it, if I if I looked at it like that, then I, I don't think I'd feel as bad. But the re- reality, Darren, is most of us aren't living to 100. No. And but, so when so we're- Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. I don't necessarily no, I mean know what 50 to mean that 100 is the <laughs> end game. Yeah. I just mean that, that you know, if, if an average lifespan is- 80. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. then 40 is the middle of okay. people sure. don't vis- no. people don't view 40. They, they don't. They, they don't. do. They it's view 50. 50. Yeah, they do. Okay. So be that as it may, the, you are right. I mean, you know, you, generally speaking, we're probably not going to live in t- to a hundred, but the, the 50 for whatever reason is the scary number. Yeah. And, and it happened to me. I'm two years older than you, man. And and when I turned 50 minutes, it's not, I have never been a person who believes in that whole midlife crisis thing. Yeah. And I, I, I always in my life, I've always been kind of like, oh, whatever with a midlife crisis. Shave. You know, what is that? <laughs> no, it's a real phenomenon. Oh, it is. And, and it, and it's not about people like to make a joke. About a midlife crisis. Oh, you go and get yourself that Corvette and whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First yeah. of all, I'd say that the, the you know you're you can only afford a car like that <laughs> unless you were fortunate to be uh, uh, born into money, or you were fortunate enough in your early twenties to just get land yourself a sweet swanky yeah, job yeah. that allowed for you to buy expensive ass cars like that. Sure. By and large, you really don't have the resources to buy a, a car like that until you are actually yeah <laughs> start true. to get into rh that's, but, true. But that's not where i was <laughs> trying to go but yeah but you know it's a thing and i think for me it was a real thing when i when i turned 50 i i soul searched quite a bit and i'm still soul searching so, so, yeah because i feel like i feel like the like a big bulk percentage of my life has now been lived yeah because let's let's go ahead and take that a step further if if we assume that our the average age barring any sort of uh unforeseen you know accidents or whatever 80 well man that's only 30 years from now i know and you know what 20 years went by on the blink of an eye it really did so it really did. So man. twenty more years conceivably is going to be another blink of an eye, and the next thing I know, I'm gonna, I'm going to take steak, and I'm gonna be seventy eight, approaching eighty. Well, you know, I mean, I just, uh, I just had to say goodbye my, to my dad just just last year. I know. Uh, it would be to uh, well, actually, Febu- well, yeah. sorry, February will be a year. Yeah, February will be a year. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, you know, that's like a, it's, so it's a scary thing. So for you, you, uh, hit 50 a couple of days ago. <laughs> I'm a newbie to the 50 <laughs> and it's, and I think that accompanied with COVID and not, and just having a, I don't know, man, like seeing people get sick or seeing people, you know, die. Yeah. I don't know, man. It made me try to appreciate things. I don't know more because of being isolated or seeing friends or loved ones pass away because of the stupid thing and this disease or this, I'm sorry, this pandemic. And, and then, and then it's like, when you get to a point, I I think when we're younger, things were more important and, and, and stuff bothered you more. And, and trust me, as you know, and you know me a long time, shit would eat away at me and bother me. And I, and I'd focus on the wrong thing. 
I don't like, I still focus on stuff and don't get me wrong. Sure. It's not that people don't irritate me or things don't bother sure. me. They don't bother me as much anymore. But and you're I, at a, yeah. yeah. Well, you're at a station in your life now where, man, you just can't, but, you know, because if you embrace the idea that, that, uh, that, yeah. in about another 30, 35, just call it whatever, plus minus, yeah. you know, um, that, that, that's going to be the finality of it. Well, you just don't have, you don't have time anymore no. to hold on no. to things because the more things you hold on to, the more focused you are on those things. And, and you're going to look up and 10 years has gone by. I know like that. And I just, I don't you just don't do have that. the time anymore for it. I don't want to do that. If mm-hmm. it, you know, if I could sit here, you know, you and I could sit here and give any of our younger listeners advice. Just don't let that shit dictate your life, man. There are more important things, you know, family and friends are super important. Don't let the, the trivial shit eat well, away at you and consume you. Don't do you it. Know, Rick, it's funny, man. This is, this is funny. Okay. You know that, that movie, um, God, it's the Adam Sandler movie. Um, oh, click. No, Not no, click? no, no, no. Oh, I was thinking of reminiscing. No, 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 no. It's, it's got, uh, David Spade's in it and, and, uh, you know, oh God, Jesus. Oh, the, um, uh, please, uh, uh grownups, grownups. Thank you. God, Jesus Christ. I know, I know. Yeah. Movie seems to be on all the time. It does seem to be on all the time. <laughs> I watch it. It's, that's one of those movies to me. I'm not so much the second one, but the, but yeah. um, the first one It's one yeah. of those movies to me. That's, uh, it's like a Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. I, I, I'll just throw it on the If I'm thumbing through channels yeah. and I haven't seen that on, I'm just watching it. My poor wife's probably, Oh my God. You know, yeah, it's like but I just find there's something. About, yeah, yeah. I just, and there's something about that movie that just cracks. So it just resonates. It's just, with it just yeah. resonates with me. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, there's one particular scene that really resonates with me. And it's not a moment of, it's not like a, a comedic moment. It's a moment in there where, you know, the, the, the older lady, <laughs> um oh yeah uh, rob schneider's um wife wife yeah yeah because she's like substantially older substantially yeah. older than all of them yeah you know but they're all our age though they are you know what I mean? age, yeah. they're all approaching yeah. that you know mm-hmm. what i mean and she says a thing that's very profound and and it's and it makes me stop and think about it every single time i watch it i probably watch it specifically for that damn scene yeah you know but she says you know um, I see a lot of joking, a lot of whatever with everyone, you know, we're just kind of joking with each other, yeah. you know, but you know, like, you know, I'm much older than you all, you know, and what I've grown to know is that, you know, the, 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 the first half of someone's life is exciting. It's, it's great. It's exciting. It's, you know, you're, but it's the second half is where the depth comes in. Yeah. And that resonates with me because it's, it's absolute fact, hopefully for most people. Yeah. You know, the first half of a person's life is certainly exciting, but it lacks most, mostly. Yeah. But, yeah there's, ex- there's outliers. There's exceptions to this, sure, of course, and sure. everything. But generally speaking, it's exciting. It's, it's all of those things, but it tends to lack depth. And I think this is another reason why that Benjamin Button movie oh, with Brad Pitt, yeah. with Brad Pitt yeah. resonated so much with me because that was genius to me. If, if, yeah. if you could live in reverse oh, where man. you, where you're born completely old and decrepit like yeah. that. And then, and then you, as you age and your, and you, your body physically gets to, um, you know, the, the peak physicality yeah. of your body, right? Your mind has, your mind has gained so much wisdom. Yeah. So when those two, 
aspects oh, collide. Yeah. Oh, wow. You have got the physicality of a 20 something year old, but the wisdom of an old person. Yeah. And that to me is the best marrying oh, of man, those sure. two things that you possibly could have. It, it's, it's funny. I look back at stuff. Yeah. My twenties or my thirties that I thought at the time was important and I needed this or I wanted this. And then I look back now at it go, God, I was just was so, it just wasn't important. It was so trivial. And, and so I find myself being that person now. I'm like, look, don't take, don't, don't, don't focus on the wrong thing, man. Yeah. Look, you know, um, you know, if, if, if you're passionate about something and you're in your, in your, in your early twenties, go do it, yeah. go do it, man. Yeah. Before yeah. you, you know, before you settle down, go, go do it, go ha- make it happen because, you know, and I'm not saying I don't regret anything. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not going to ever look back and go, I wish I would have did this or did that. That's not the way my life works, mm-hmm. you know? So if I can give some sort of advice to any in the younger ones out there, and it's crazy to think that we're the older ones now, um, <laughs> But I would say, you know, follow your dreams. Go do the things you want to do, even though you think it's like it may be impossible. It's not well, let impossible. Let somebody tell you it's impossible. It's not impossible. You can do it. You can do it, and, and make and make sure you're happy. Don't don't, you know? Look, we can I, again. I don't regret anything. You know, I don't. But you know, there's there are times when I wish I maybe was doing something else for, let's say, a profession. You know. Um, and don't, don't get me wrong. What I do, it, it's been good to me and, and I've learned a lot and I appreciate it. I met good people, but there are times I wish I would have maybe, I don't know, followed something else, but well, you know, it, you know, yeah. And I think what you're trying to say, Rick, is, I mean, it's a person can look back on their life events and can look at a particular event or a whatever and go, God, you know, if only I had yeah. made this decision instead of that decision or whatever, yeah. that's healthy. There's nothing wrong with that. Regret is when you dwell. I don't do that. No, and that's what I'm saying. And then and, and, and you don't. But there's nothing wrong with you yeah. to look back on yeah. aspects of your life and go, ah, if I, if I only had made that show, you know, whatever. Yeah. So long as you don't let those possibilities yeah. that you could have had in the past consume you because then that's regret and regret is a powerful tool by the way yeah it can be used as long as you know when to let it go yeah and i don't find myself regret ever, yeah. regret can can fuel a person oh, yeah. to make changes that yeah. are needed okay but once those changes are made once once you you know once you've used the regret for making a positive change in your life that's when you need to let the regret go yeah. and that's unfortunately what people don't do yeah. they hold on yeah. to yeah that's definitely not a healthy thing i don't find myself regretting or dwelling on stuff the younger rick would have dwelled on stuff i don't oh. i don't do that so much anymore it's the younger just, darren would have done it all yeah. the time day yeah. and night all over is the that portuguese place. in us maybe i don't yeah. know yeah <laughs> but uh but anyways i guess we could get back to the actual the actual film but i i you know this movie i i knew we were gonna kind of kind of go down different rabbit holes and i think it's i think this movie warrants those rabbit holes and no it does you know and and i feel bad for the the um okay so it was back to the ending of that movie this movie yeah um i felt really bad like super bad i felt bad for the mom but i felt really super bad for For the granddaughter granddaughter because at least the way i interpreted that final scene 
she was really the last one to resolve herself to it. <laughs> yes. And it's because she saw the little bit of decay on her Correct. mom's uh, back. Correct. And I and and then she sees that and then has that final realization that shit. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? And then she oh, just lays down too. You absolutely, know? man. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I I think the way they did this, you know, and it's like we said earlier, the way they the way they film this, yeah, you, you know, if you're not sure, it could be, yeah, it could be a presence, it could be a haunted, but a haunted house situation. But, but it's, it's, I, what I loved about the film, this is what I loved about it. I really did was, I, and I thought it was brilliant, man. And I think that's why it really is like, I, I, I feel like emotional about it is that, is that this could happen to any of us and any to our family or yeah. our friends. <laughs> and how would we, how do we do? Like I said, it's happening to my grandmother. And how do you deal with it on a daily basis, uh, or in mean, just a, a daily basis? How overwhelming it becomes, right? I mean, it's overwhelming. Well, like, how do you? How does that daily routine even look like? Yeah. What do you do? What is best for that person? Um, that's just it's so it's so, it's like a this huge weight on the shoulders and how do you deal with it and and I think that's what we're seeing during the the film right we are seeing what what Kay and Sam have manifested in their head of what dementia is right. and well first off given fuck, a, given I mean, a, a long enough timeline I believe everybody eventually would uh, would succumb to dementia. You think? All on, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're all on different timelines, man. Given a, you know, like lifespans, yeah. what I mean by life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Different. Given a long enough span of time, if, if let's just say we could live there, there's no set limit, like, like the, the whole on average 80. 80, let's just say that doesn't exist. Okay. Given a long enough timeline, I believe that, uh, the brain would eventually succumb. Yeah. It dementia is, it, you know, it's, it's, you know, you're the new, the pathways are no longer connecting. If you think of your brain as, you know, essentially it is, it's a, um, <clears throat> your brain is a quantum computer. Okay. Okay. A, Quantum computer stores information all the fuck over the place. Yeah. And it accesses what seems to be insurpassable, like spans of emptiness. Yeah. Two different pieces of information. You know, that's what a quantum machine does. Okay. Okay. The brain very much is that there are components of your memory, the same, same links of a memory on one side of your brain. There's other components of that same memory housed somewhere else and your brain via quantum mechanics accesses these yeah. pathways. And that's what dementia and Alzheimer's is. It's a disease that breaks away at those pathways. Yeah. So I believe given a long enough timeline, the uh, human brain happen. will happen. It will happen. It's just that some people are dying in their seventies. Some people, mm -hmm. you know, you know, yeah. those, that, those that pass away in their eighties and nineties and never show any signs whatsoever of dementia. Yeah. Give it time. You know, I believe give it time. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, I had to, you know, um, I, I had to do some little research cause I, I, I think I was a little not educated on, I wasn't educated on the dif difference between dementia and Alzheimer's and, and, uh, and, and so I, I tried to just do a little bit of short research on it so that I could kind of maybe, 
speak somewhat, you know, uh, yeah. I don't know, smart here on this on this subject. And, and you know, jump in, too, and let me know if you read this as well. Dementia is kind of like the generalized, you Correct. know, d- disease. Correct. Alzheimer's is a specific. Correct. Specific brain disease that affects 60 to 80% of dementia. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, because I see it all the time in my business and I wanted to know, it's like, I didn't, I knew a little bit and I kind of thought that was the case, but I wanted to know and, you know, and so, yeah, it's just, you know. Um, you know, interesting thing, um, go getting back to the movie. Cause again, let's try to do our best to circle back around to the, what we're actually talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Um, toward the end when, when, you know, they're, they're essentially running away from, from, um, Edna. from Edna. Yeah. Yeah. This is such an interesting thing because yeah, they are doing that. Right. They all through that weird labyrinth and yeah, then, and the and house, then through yeah. the, the, uh, what looked like, I thought it was like the fireplace mantle, but it was, yeah, it, it was, wasn't actually a fireplace. No, but, but I know but, what you're saying. But yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, they're, they're, they're running away from the realization yeah. of dementia. Yeah. That's it's, what they're running it, from. And what they've, they, what they've essentially done. And it's, and like I said, I think it's so smart that they've, that they have created the, the not really the grandmother, but her disease as a as a monster, as a creature. Yeah, and yep. they're trying. Yeah, and they're trying to run away from it. And, and and every time we start to see her, she she looks more decayed. Yep, it's because this this disease has literally consumed her. Absolutely. And yep. and I just found it so sad, Darren. That like I when the when Sam, the granddaughter was walking through, like, like you said, this labyrinth of, uh, it's supposed to be the house. And, and, and you see, you see the post-its and, 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 and the writing, like, like some are very simple, right? Take your pills, you know, flush the toilet, whatever. And it's, it's written very nicely. It's just written like whatever. Then you start seeing ones that are scribbled. And my name is Edna. Mm-hmm. You don't even remember your name anymore. No. My mother had oh. green eyes. Yep. Yep. And I think there was one, and it was really scribbled. It's something about don't take my memories or something about not the memories. They had taken, they've stripped everything mm-hmm. away from you. Like mm-hmm. the whole scene with the, um, her eating the pictures, the photographs yeah. from the photo yeah. album. Yeah. Man. I yes. mean, it's just, it's just, man, damn yeah, it. I mean, it, it, it's, it was, it's interesting because, you know, that, that labyrinth, you know, that is like a, that is a representation of fragmented memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was that little cabin. Um, oh my God. We didn't talk about the cabin where the great grandfather, they basically, yeah. they basically, because his mind went, because again, this is part of it being inherited. The great grandmother of a K. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like Sam's, I guess, great, great, whatever. Uh, he had this and, and they basically stuck him in this cabin out on the property, but away from everyone. And right. so we see flashbacks. It's, it's of, out of yeah, sight, out, out of, of mind. Out of sight, out of mind, man. And Cause it's a very weighty subject. I mean, which is, I believe one of the reasons why, uh, uh people tend to want to bury their head in the sand a little bit when yeah. it comes to this, you know, a loved one, uh, begins to show symptoms of dementia and, or Alzheimer's, you know, yeah. and, and they don't want to admit that because it is such a weighty, it, it, I mean, it's that you, that's an emotional roller coaster that you are on 
indefinitely until that person finally passes away. And no one wants to willingly jump into that. It's, you know, if you really, if you really kind of sit back and, and think about it, right? Like if you were to explain the disease to someone, like say you were to explain it to, to, to Shaley or I explain it to Andrea and, and, you know, and they're 15 and 16 and they won't, it do doesn't it. sound real, right? They it, don't, it, it does. It almost sounds fictional. Like we've made it up. No, 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 you no, don't think? I don't think that. No, no, no. What I think is, is just a kid at that age just cannot embody and embrace what that means, Rick. And that's what it is. Darren, they, but I'll they, be honest. They can't embody it. They, yeah. it they, I don't believe they have the, uh, they're hearing the words. Yeah. They can, they're doing their best to relate what is being told to them and relate it to some life experience they've had. Sorry about the whistle but, that they've had in yeah, their life. Yeah. Right. That's funny. <laughs> <The whistle. laughs> but what, what do they have to draw upon? I see Darren. That, okay. So what, let me, let me tell you what I, this is, and, and this is going to sound crazy because we're sitting here talking about this. And, and again, I have some experience with it, but Darren, when I, when I sit here and I tell you that, like say my grandmother maybe doesn't know me anymore. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know that her son, my dad died four years ago. Seems made it, up. It, 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 it sounds made up. It's yeah. I, I still sit here and I have a hard time processing it, knowing it's a real thing, knowing I've seen it on a daily basis in my business. It's there, but it's still hard to swallow, man. Like, so if, if, if God forbid someone it, I knew, like not my grandmother has it, but let's say my, I don't know of my mother or something. Damn, dude, I just because you can't you can't get your mind to wrap itself around the idea that your memories and even a day-to-day thing like putting on a pair of socks can slip away from you. Now, you're having a hard time doing that at 50 years old. I know, I know. Can't imagine what a kid a kid isn't gonna it's not that they it's not that they're listening to it and they're like that that just sounds like a bunch of fooey, fooey. you know, <laughs> it's not that it's that it's that it is impossible for them to wrap their heads around. This just yeah. they just can't do it. It's, it's, it's just too tall of an ask. Dude, it's, it's for me. And like thinking that someone that I was like, I knew I grew <clears> up <throat> with, I'm super close with, doesn't remember me anymore. They're going to, that's fucking hard to swallow. They're going to internalize it more on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. No, they will. They will. Yeah. They're, 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 they're like you said, they're, you know, they are internalizing it <clears throat> based off of a, of a mind of a 15 and 16 year old, not a life, a lot of the life experiences like you and I have had. That's what I'm, well, what they're going to take it at face value is what I'm trying to ultimately ah, get that's what at. You're trying I, to get, I, yeah. It just took me a minute to get there. <laughs> yeah. the, they're gonna, they're gonna hear what is being told to them and they're going to literally internalize it at face value. Mm. Okay. Nana no longer remembers who I am at face value. Yeah. Now they're not going to want to just as much as you're not going to want to really emotionally embrace what that is. Yeah. Because of a protective mechanism, nobody wants to willingly jump into that emotional cesspool. Yeah. Do yeah, you want to? Yeah, no. Listen, my own mother, um, you know, she's 70. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> she's, she's, something. she's aged. <laughs> she's, she's aged. Um, <laughs> she's showing signs yeah. of a little bit of that kind of early demand. She's her. She is forgetful. Like no one's business. Yeah. I, I have the same conversations with her over mundane things yeah. just over and over and over and over and over. And I don't want to admit it. Yeah. And I know it, I'm seeing it. I'm looking at it. I know exactly what it is. I mean, I don't want to tell her that cause she's yeah. scared to death of it, yeah. you know, yeah. but, you yeah. know, but it's there. And I know the reasons why I will at times convince myself otherwise is because I don't want to jump into that emotional cesspool because it's, it is, it is fraught with, I, you know, I just daily life is tough, right? Then to add something like that. And I, and I feel for anyone who has dealt with it or is going to deal with it. It's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Well, I think, I think you have to, I think, like if I were to put my, try to put myself in the shoes of a person who has to care give for a loved one, parent or whatever, who is, who has that disease. I think that the only way to get through that is you have to disconnect a portion of yourself from it. I, I really do. Yeah. I think otherwise, yeah, I think it would consume you as well. I yeah. don't mean that you're going <laughs> to, by proximity, you're going to come down with dementia. Oh, sure. No, <laughs> I, I mean, know what you I mean. I mean, the emotion of it, it's going to consume yeah. you. Yeah. And I think the only way for a human being to cope with something like that would, it would be to have to disconnect, disconnect a portion of themselves yeah. from, you have to almost look at it clinically. Yeah. 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 How do you think, think nurses and doctors, how do you think they deal with this? My, my wife did goes every single day she's a nurse you know that yeah you know she has to disconnect yeah. a portion of herself and she has to look at it clinically i think yeah and i mean yeah i mean it makes sense totally the defense mechanism i think if you're if you're put into a position that you you would have to do that i think yeah i think you're right you know um if mm-hmm. not jesus mm-hmm. i mean yeah it'll just eat away at you it'll consume you yeah not in the same way maybe dementia does but in in it i mean damn but i believe this movie to be amazing at its uh, artistic expression or, or uh, telling of what that disease is. Yeah. It's just unfortunately, Rick, that this is such a heady topic, especially if you're going to try to, um, if you're going to try to tell it in a, you know, in the movie, uh, yeah. mo- like storytelling in a yeah. movie. I, I think that, that, that that's a tall order. And, and, and from the perspective of almost a, a horror movie, right? The well, different type of genre. How do you go about yeah. telling a story? Like what genre are you going to use? What, yeah. you know, there, there's, there's a multitude of different ways to go about telling this thing. And if you're going to land in the horror yeah. genre, <laughs> you know, um, I don't think you're going to get there. And I think you're not going to get there because the folks who, who are into horror movies are in you. Typically they're in it for, uh, the, the ghost psychological yeah. horror slasher, horror yeah, gore, and, gore demons. Yeah, yeah. You're they're in it yeah. for that. But this is a very heady subject matter. It is. And a, and a, and a very, very, 
higher level. No, I'm not saying before anybody who's listening to this is makes an assumption that I'm trying to say that somebody who's into horror movies can't wrap their heads around. I'm I know, not I know saying you're that. not. I know you're not. I'm just saying you go into it for one thing and it turns out this movie is yeah. telling a whole other story. Yeah. You're if you're not ready and you're not prepared to wrap your head to, to get into that headspace, it's gonna it's gonna go right over you. Yeah, yeah. You're or 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 if maybe it doesn't go over you, it just pisses you off because yeah, you felt yeah, like you were kind of tricked. That too. Now I, I I don't feel that way and maybe I you know maybe most people won't or maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't get into other so, someone else's mind and, and see. I, I thought it was smart. I thought it was one of the smarter movies I've seen as, as any movie. If I were still working at that association, I would recommend that everybody there watch this. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't care that it was disguised under the premise of, of some demon or some horror. I would be entity. Yeah. You all need to watch this because it is relevant to what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I, I, and look, I want, I want, I hope people who haven't seen it, I hope they will see it. I hope they will recommend it to other people. I think it's clever. I think it's smart. I think it's an important, I, you know, I'm not saying it's the most important movie ever, but what I, you know, dealing with this type of disease, I, you know, in the business I deal in, I, I just, again, it maybe it just, it, it hit me different than I think it may other people. Um, I, sh- I think it's a really good movie and, and I would definitely recommend it to people. Um, you know, so, you yeah, know. I mean, again, yeah, it is hard for me because I, I absolutely would as well recommend it. I just wish they had done a better job with the pacing. pacing. I mean, it is possible to film subject matter like this and do it in a way that the pacing keeps you engaged and keeps you going. I, and see, I, and again, I can only speak for myself and it's only you and I right now. I had no issues with the pacing, Yeah, but I, 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 I know I've talked to you in the past about movies and you are, you are, that's a big deal to you. Um, pacing is, and, and mm-hmm. it just, man, if you weren't feeling it, you weren't feeling it. And, but you know, honestly, man, as a whole, you know, and this was towards the beginning, you really, uh, uh, there was only really two things that you had, you know, I, I, that's, I, I yeah. Yeah. No, so that's, that's what I mean, Rick. And, and I'll tell you this much too, which I was hoping for. And I got exactly what I hoped for. Um, I have more of an appreciation for this film now, having talked it through with you yeah. than I did before we started. I was hoping so. I mm-hmm. was hoping so. I wasn't trying to change your mind. No, but I'm I not going to change your mind. I want I'm, you to. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, well, you know, I mean, that's okay. You know, but, but having talked it through, yeah. I have way more of an appreciation for yeah. what they were trying to uh, uh, achieve yes absolutely and yeah. i and i know i and and, <laughs> and hopefully we the loyal fans out there and i don't know how many there are and hopefully there's more than i think but uh this one was a lot a little different uh we you yeah. know i think yeah. we 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 talked more about <clears throat> i i think the the main subject of this movie versus the movie itself um but you know it's okay i'm I, you know I, I really feel like that there was no other way I, I we I could have i agree with you we we could not follow the same pacing as we've done in other episodes it just doesn't it didn't warrant that 
And I hope they they realize that, uh, you know. And I hope they enjoyed the episode. I, 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 I thought this was a this was a. I hate to say this because we're still recording an episode, but I enjoyed this immensely. Yeah, I think absolutely. this was, um, you know, I got out of this episode. What I was hoping to get out of this episode was to to speak about the disease and, and the movie as well. You know, well, like um, I said to you before, you know, like, like, you know, like on that, uh, the previous podcast, the Christmas cop pocket, you know, Oh, uh, uh rare, what was rare it? Rare, export? rare exports. Yeah. I didn't find that to be horror. To me, that was more just sort of adventure action. Or yeah, I don't know what yeah. you have you. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. it just didn't come across to me as horror at all. Um, but that's okay. And you know that I've already put uh, put my 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 desire and my want on one of these ones. I want to do a big trouble in China, <laughs> know, you know. know. And you could argue that that's got more horror elements than even this movie <laughs> does, you know. And so I know it's not really technically horror, but it's it's. I not, don't find yeah. this movie to be yeah. horror. Yeah. I agree with you i that's why i chuckled when you yeah. actually made that comment where you find the subject matter to be horrific yeah. <laughs> you know i absolutely agree with that <laughs> yeah. i wouldn't call this horror in the general sense of yeah. the genre yeah. you know yeah. it is certainly horrific subject yeah, matter it, it is it is you know yeah um but i'm gonna take this to mean that uh, that uh, you are open to the idea <laughs> well, I have of not, podcasting other. I have not. I have not caved maybe in on horror adjacent. <laughs> horror adjacent. I like that. That's actually really cool. And I think Big Trouble Little China is definitely is horror, horror adjacent. adjacent. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right. Well, now it's 2022. I guess we could. I don't know. I mean, you'll still probably try to, to, I don't know, man. I, I have not caved in on doing that as a, <laughs> as an episode for our podcast. But we all but, have to do that. We do that. We got to yeah. get, we got to get Morris in here. We got you. Know, oh, yeah, absolutely. We, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, look, I love me some big trouble with China. Uh, you know, John Carpenter is a whole, maybe it's just like a special episode. I don't maybe know, we do a special know. episode. We're going to have to think that one out, you know, but I love horror adjacent shit. That's a new shirt. That's going to be a new shirt. <laughs> yeah. Use the shirt on there. It's just all I'm horror adjacent. I'm horror adjacent. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, anyways, man. Well, that's relic. Uh, I, I look, check it out, please. Uh, if you do chat message us on Instagram or something or, you know, I'd be kind of curious if you hadn't seen it or maybe you have sent a message and let us know what you thought, man. I, yeah. I am, I am curious <clears throat> with what other people thought. Did people get it? Did people not get it? Did they, they feel tricked. Do they not? I mean, you know, and watch um, that. Uh, I mean, watch uh, a good, you know, take a look at those Udermullen paintings. Yes. Right? No, no one here is paid by no, the Udermullen God, foundation no. at all. No. You know, it, it uh, it's profound. It is. It really is. And it's very relevant to what we're talking about today. So, yeah. so check it out. But anyways, uh, thanks again for checking us out and, uh, and sticking through this episode and, and, and listening to us, uh, rant and <laughs> listening to us olds. Uh-uh, let's do us olds. Now I've now, I've now joined the, uh, dude, the now you're 50. I'm oh, now 50. Dude, it's game on. Oh, it's shit. game on. Is dude. there any cool clubs for the 50 club? Is it, we, we got to look into this, man. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I refuse to research <laughs> that. Refuse, I don't know what the yeah. Elks Lodge. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God, the Elks, <laughs> yeah, the Elks Lodge. Lodge. I have one down the street from my house. I someone, thought about rolling someone, up in there. Hey, I'm 52. What you got so, for me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone the other day mentioned the Pheasants Club. Oh, and yeah. I hadn't Pheasant heard Club. that. That's over in West Sac. I think there's, Pheasant yes, Club. I think yeah. that, that was the yeah, my one. My parents used to go to that all the time. My mom recently went go to the Pheasant Club. Yeah, the Pheasant Club. are you? Yeah, fuck you. I go to the Pheasants Club. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think my mom recently went. I'm like, God, the Pheasants Club. I haven't heard that in forever. And it just reminded me of like my grandparents <clears throat> who have now, you know, passed away. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just get it. Just it just, you know, every time I hear that, like Pheasant Club, it, it, sounds, it reminds me of like, I don't know. It, it's like, like an old, it old, old person sipping on scotch and <laughs> yeah. chortling. Like, yeah, it I does. Don't know, it it just, does sound <laughs> like that. Like you, you know. walk into like a time machine and it's all dated. Yeah, and, right. You could picture like, like stuffed pheasants and, yeah. and like. Right, dude, totally, dude. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> old man withers like yeah. pictures. Old man withers, oh, totally. like, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh man, <laughs> that's, Shit, that's hilarious. Oh fuck. Anyways, folks, I know most people are like, "What the hell is the pheasants club?" <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyways, sorry, man. We were reminiscing here. Uh, anyways, everyone, stay safe. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Come back. Check us out next time. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. You listened all the way to the end. We appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ear for Fear Podcast, Twitter at Ear for Fear, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Ear for Fear Podcast. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There we list news and events. We're available on all the main platforms, so make sure you tell a friend. We hope you come back and get an earful.